Welcome to the Human Habit Podcast, where we bring you insights into everyday human behavior and help you to change your habits, change your life and transform yourself. I'm your host and brother, Ibrahim Salaman, the Human Habit Guy, a street scientist in the school of everyday life. Inshallah, in each episode, our goal is to bring you ideas related to all things, the psychology of human habits and how they make us or break us, and more importantly, how to break the bad habits that hold you back and make good ones for successful changes so that you can become healthier happier smarter wiser stronger and the best or greatest version of yourself inshallah one habit at a time starting with you and me today thank you for listening enjoy the podcast أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحلل عقدة من لساني يفقهوا قولي أما بعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله رب العالمين all praise and all thanks due to Allah hi everyone I hope you are good and well and good health and iman with faith inshallah and in today's episode I would like to share with you an amazing story from Islamic history And inshallah some life lessons we can draw from this amazing story. And this story involves Abu Dhar al-Ghafari radiallahu anhu who was a noble companion of the Prophet, Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam has said lots of good things about Abu Dhar al-Ghafari and there are many stories involving him in Islamic history. And in today's episode I'm going to share with you the story involving him and a boy, a young boy. And inshallah then after that share with you some life lessons we can draw from this story. So without further ado, inshallah I'll start. Basically this story happened at the time of Umar bin Khattab radiallahu anhu when he was the Amir al-Mu'minin or the leader of the Muslim Ummah. So basically what happened was one day Umar bin Khattab radiallahu anhu saw two men dragging a young boy into the court of Mahkamah. So he asked them what they were doing and why they were dragging this young boy. And they said that he killed our father. So Umar bin Khattab asked the boy, did you kill their father? He said yes, but it was by an accident. Then he told him what happened, which was that basically he, the young boy's camel and started treading on in their father's land. And then the father got angry and picked up a rock and threw at the camel. And he hit him on the eye. And as you can imagine, the camel was distressed and suffering. The boy seeing this got really angry himself and picked up um, picked up the rock and threw it. He hit, the, he hit their father on the head and then he died. So he asked the two men, would you forgive him? This was by an accident. They said, no, we want kisses or distribution. So Umar bin Khattab radiallahu asked the boy, did he have any wishes or any desires before, obviously, he gets killed for it. And the boy said, yes. He said, give me three days to retrieve some money I left in a hidden place. He said his father died and that he left some money for his younger brother. So just give me three days to get that money back and I promise I'll come back. So as you can imagine, Umar bin Khattab radiallahu thinking, He said, boy, what are you talking about? What father? What, what, what brother? So because he doesn't trust him, he thinks that he just wants to escape. So he said, look, give me a guarantee or somebody will be a trustee for you. 
So as you could imagine, the court of Muhammad was full. So the young boy said, who will help me this time? And as you can imagine, nobody was to risk and help this young boy. So everybody looks down, the whole court goes silent, and everyone's just keeping their head down. Then from the back of the court, a hand goes up, and it was Abu Dahar al-Ghafari radiallahu anhu. He said, I'll be the guarantee and the trustee of this boy. So Umar bin Khattab radiallahu anhu said, okay, go. So the boy went. The first day, he was nowhere to be seen. The second day, he was nowhere to be seen. And then the third day, when it came to Asr time, the two, the two, bro- uh, the two brothers came to get Abu Dahar al-Ghafari and then Abu Dahar to take him to the court of Muhammad. And Abu Dahar al-Ghafari said, look, the day is not over until Marqib or sunset. So he said, we will wait then. And then, just before Marqib time, Abu Dahar was walking through the streets with the two brothers walk on their way to the court. And this was the talk of the town. And as you can imagine, in Medina, everybody was anxious and was wondering what was going to happen. Will Abu Dahar al-Ghafari sacrifice his life for the mistake of this boy? So the whole town was, you know, was waiting for the news of this. And just before sunset on Marqib, the young boy came back. SubhanAllah, full house in the court. Everybody was relieved, was wondering what's going to happen. So Umar bin Khattab asked the boy what made him come back because he didn't send any spies or anyone to follow him. So he said, I do not want it to be said that a Muslim person gave his word and he never fulfilled it. SubhanAllah. So then he turned to Abu Dhar al-Ghafari and said, what made you want to be the guarantee or the trustee of this young boy? He said, SubhanAllah, pay attention to this, he said, I did not want it to be said that there was a Muslim person in need and nobody was there to help him. SubhanAllah, this was amazing. So as you can imagine, this action influenced the two boys and they said, how can they, how can they be said that well, we, as, a, as Muslims we have people like this say that there was Muslim people who needed to be forgiven but nobody was there to forgive them. And SubhanAllah, they forgave the young boy for killing their father and the whole more of the stories this look the action of that boy and in Abu Dahar al-Ghafari inspired those two men to forgive the killer of their father but what I wanted to really do was do a psychological analysis and see our further lessons we can see that when your actions can inspire other people it shows how powerful your actions your words can inspire other people so I want to share with you uh, several lessons that we can learn from this inshallah in terms of like change behavior change and habits so the first thing we can draw the first lessons that we can learn is the importance of self-control or self-mastery or anger management anger and stress management because the first thing what made that boy kill the father was anger yes he was triggered by the action of the father obviously harming his camel. But that's life. In life, you're always going to have get situations that trigger you. So this is why it's so important to make sure you manage anger, particularly anger, because first it starts with annoyance, then frustration, then there's rage. So you can, we have different types of anger and furious and that sort of thing. 
So it doesn't matter which one it is, it can all lead to. Sometimes you can get angry with your um, spouse, your children, um, your boss, your colleagues, your other family members. How many people, for example, do not talk because of something that happened several years ago? Right? Family, friends, everything like that. So the first thing you can do is learn the importance of anger and stress management because it was the anger that made that young boy make the mistake of killing somebody. So the first thing we need the importance of managing negative emotions, whether it be fear or any other type of. So we need so good self-control and self-mastery, beautiful habits, because after all, anger is a, a negative emotional habit. So we have to be careful of that, inshallah. So the first thing we can learn from that is the importance of good self-control, self-mastery, and anger and stress management. The second thing we can learn from this, this story is that the importance of becoming a person of your word. That young boy, he gave his word to come back. He had the opportunity to escape, but he rather face death rather than not fulfill his word. That shows us and tells us that he was a young man of character, noble character. He had integrity, which leads to self-leadership and self-management. And that's why people like that are Amai because he's really is a noble character, noble character to have. If you promised yourself, if you promise yourself to do something, then you should follow through on it. And if you promise to do something for somebody else, then you should follow through on it. Because that makes you to be reliable as well to others, but it also helps you to be reliable to yourself. And that's why the word, because you trust yourself, so the word confidence comes from confidere, which means in intense trust. So when you for, when you promise yourself, for example, if you want to lose weight, or if you want to get into the habit of waking up for fetcher, then you've got to follow through on it. If you don't, and because obviously, as human, you know, sometimes we make, we set goals, we make plans, and then of course we sometimes we procrastinate due to laziness or different types of things. But we still have to get into the habit of following through on our own words. Most times we follow through whenever we promise other people, but usually and often we let ourselves stand by making excuses and letting us letting ourselves off the hook. But what that does is it also and it hurts our self-esteem and self-confidence. We don't trust ourselves. And we don't feel good about ourselves when we don't fulfill our own words to ourselves. So like I said, we make we set goals and we make plans, we stake our happiness on it and then we procrastinate. <laughs> so we have to become a person of our own word to ourselves and to other people that increases our self-esteem and self-confidence. That means we feel good about ourselves and we trust ourselves. Like confidence, confidence area comes from it means intense trust. So if you have confidence in Allah, it means you have intense trust in Him. If you trust yourself to do something or if you promise yourself you're going to do something, then you've got to get into the habit of following through on your own word that creates that self-leadership, self-management. So that young boy is teaching us there, he would rather, he would rather have faced death rather than not fulfill his word. So that's the second thing we can learn from that story. And the third thing we can learn from is Abu Dhar al-Ghafari, what a noble character. The Prophet, like I mentioned, the Prophet said a lot of good things about him, but we can see the emotional habit of kindness, loving, and care he had for his Muslim brother in his, in his hour of need. That young boy needed that hour, in that moment, he needed him, 
he needed somebody to help him out and Abu Dhar al-Ghafari was willing to risk and sacrifice his own life to help his own brother so that shows the, the emotional habits and the beautiful habits of kindness, loving and care for he had for his Muslim brother in his hour of need question is are you the kind of person who would be there for your Muslim brother or sister in their hour of need because today there are a lot of people who sometimes they need emotional, mental support, financial support, advice, different types of things, you know. But Abu Dhar Ghafari took it to another level. He was willing to sacrifice his life for his brother. And that's that shows that the habit, the beautiful habits he had helping his brother. So that's the thing we have to ask ourselves. Would we be able to help our brothers and sisters if they need us in their hour of need? Inshallah. And the fourth thing we can learn from here is legacy. What would you be remembered for? Because look, this story happened over a thousand years ago, right? And here we are talking about it. Because they say that as you live life, we are writing our story and we are writing our legacy. Because we're all going to die eventually sometime, right? So we're going to leave a legacy. What would you be remembered for? So now we know Abu Dhar al-Ghafari is remembered for many things. For He made da'wah to his... Um, to his tribes and many other stories involving him but he looked this day he, we are talking about that day in history he helped his brother in his hour of need so what will you be remembered for uh, i think if i died today i think uh, some of my brothers and family will remember me as the human habit guy <laughs> so i don't mind being remembered as the human habit guy encouraging people to break their bad habits and making good habits i wouldn't mind being remembered for that inshallah so inshallah, I encourage you to think about that as well because every day as we live life, we are writing our story, our life story, we are writing our legacy. So ask yourself, what will you be remembered? And who will remember you? Will it be only your family, your friends? Will your children remember you? <laughs> and will your family remember you? And how long will they remember you? A week? And one month? One year? Five years? Ten years? A decade? A thousand years? Till the day of judgment? Till the Yom Qiyamah? I have to think about is we're writing our own story every day as we live life. So our actions, our words, we have to make sure if we inter in, integrate them and create deep emotional good habits, habits of thinking and so on and forth. So we have to ask ourselves, what will you be remembered for? So inshallah, I'll leave it for that. And remember the habits of the heart, habits of the mind, habits of the soul. And the rest of the body matter because they shape our existence and our future in this life and day after. And I ask Allah to help us to break our bad habits and to make us as many good ones as possible and to make us to be like the noble companions of Abu Dahar al Khafari and that young boy having good habits. And inshallah, I pray to Allah to help us and guide us and protect us and to make us worse that love all we love ourselves to love each other. And please, if you found this beneficial, do me a favor and share it with family and friends. And until the next episode, inshallah, take care. And I wish you success in this life and the hereafter. And I ask Allah to give us all. Rabbina atina fi dunya hasanatan wa fil akhirat hasanatan wa qina adab al-nar. Oh Allah, give us good in this life and the hereafter. And safeguard us from the punishment of the hellfire. Ameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.